before I send it to the show. Just wanted to make a quick announcement. So number one, I have my, I think it's quarterly mini course. It's a three part email series. It's free. You just have to sign up for the email list and that's coming out January 16th through the must be the 20th, 2023. So if you're listening to this, the week that it comes out, head over, follow the link in the description, the show notes here. You can sign up. It's targeted for people that want to either start a niche site or grow an existing site that they have. It gets you motivated, kind of gets you pumped up. And it tells you a little bit about my story. So you can go sign up there. It's free, comes out via email. And I, like I said, I, I do it periodically. So definitely check it out if you're interested. This is a you know, fun episode with Brooke. So I'll do the proper intro in just a second here. The second announcement, the kind of side note is I've been playing around with a chat GPT. So it's all the hype right now. It's been pretty fun. I've actually published a couple videos and I am kind of excited about it. It's been interesting um, trying to figure out how to use the AI tools as a, you know, a writing aid, as a, as an assistant, that sort of thing versus what uh, the laziest people try to do. And that is, you know, write all of their content using an AI tool. So I'm trying not to do that though. I got to be honest with you. The uh, YouTube algorithm, the metrics, the analytics, all the details, like it, it does suck me in and there's a high likelihood that I'm going to publish a video where it's just like how to write a full blog post using chat GPT. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be useful, but the thing is people in the comments are literally asking for that video like over and over again. And, you know, I, occasionally I got to give the people what they want. So I've, I've resisted quite a bit, but it's been kind of fun. You know, I mean, I've been doing videos for a little while and I don't have it uh, completely figured out, but I'm better producing the videos and I know what I made mistakes in in the past and how to fix some of those, not all of them, but some of those mistakes. So it, I've been sort of interested in publishing videos where I'm, I'm trying to do a good job. I'm trying to get the algorithm to pick it up. So we'll see, you know, I could always stop doing it, but uh, I'll, I'll link to those. I'll link to those in the, the description here if you do want to check them out. Without further ado, let's hear from Brooks Conkle. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to The Doug Show. My name is Doug Cunnington, and I'm pumped this episode because I'm interviewing Brooks Conkle, and he has uh, five websites that he's earning about six dollars to $12,000 per month. He has a uh, kind of small but medium-sized team of uh, seven or so, and we're going to dig into all the details. We're actually going to reveal a couple of the sites as well, which we don't normally do, but it's fun when we can. So Brooks, how's it going today? It's going great, man. How are you doing? Excellent. I uh, I was bundled up earlier. It's you know kind of the winter time, and I'm in 
Boulder, Colorado, uh, in the vicinity. So we got a little snow the other day, and it was like in the teens this morning. And it, where are you located? So I'm in uh, I'm in Lower Alabama, except Boulder is probably our future home because we visited last year. And my wife fell in love. So uh, yeah. it's it it's like in the 40s here, and that's like that's like sub zero for uh, for Alabamians. So very cold. Yeah, and you get probably snow every couple of years, maybe a dusting, right? It, yeah, dusting every uh, maybe handful handful of years, and the whole city shuts down. I'm sure, a hundred percent, man. Chains come out. No, I'm just kidding. We, we don't have chains, <laughs> but like schools, schools definitely shut down uh, with like a half inch of snow or whatever. It's it's pretty yeah. funny. And I'm from Atlanta originally, so yeah, I'm familiar. Just a couple of flurries will you know <laughs> make the schools open later. So yeah, very good. All right. Well, I don't know you that well, so I'm curious about your background and. You work on websites now. I'm curious about what you did before and just sort of, sort of uh, some of your history. So I'll leave it open and you could tell us about yourself. Yeah, sure. Uh, I, I guess I should say we we kind of, we, we met, but we didn't even know we each, that we met at FinCon. It was loud. It was at a party. We screamed at each other over like an opening table thing. I have no idea what you said. I don't think you have any idea what I said. You met my wife. Like none of us have any idea. And so that's funny. Now we can actually hear each other. But um. Yeah. So, so to man, to give you my background, so I'm just like, uh, I'm an entrepreneur. I, I've been an entrepreneur for 15 plus years and I, you know, I have, I have other businesses. So my background, I mean, I, um, I had a retail business that, uh, like a brick and mortar that closed down. I've had a real estate license for a dozen plus years. I have my broker's license. And so, you know, real estate renovations and flips and rentals. I mean, I'm still active. Like we are, we're literally renovating, uh, or building slash renovating a, um, a home right now. And I had a call about an Airbnb we have right before I got on the phone with you. But like, so, but amid, amidst real estate about 10 years ago, maybe like, like ballpark, um, I, I started a blog um, called the southerninvestor.com. And it was before I'd ever built like a website or anything like that. So no, had no idea what I was doing. I mean, I had to like literally hire out everything. It, I did build it on WordPress. So I got like, you know, I kind of learned how that works and I was like, Oh, cool. Um, but never got any traffic whatsoever. I was writing like, I was writing articles about, um, Hey, here's this flip we did. You know, we bought this house and Hey, we sold this house. And, uh, I, I guess I thought that would like attract people. I, I don't even know if I knew what SEO was, you know, at right. that, at that time. Um, but yeah, that, but that's, I guess I'm fast forwarding to now. If you want me to go ahead and fast forward to sure. to now, but I'm just I'm just entrepreneurial, man. Got it. What was the brick and mortar? So it was a uh, it was a franchise. It was called Cartridge World. So uh, printers, ink, toner, things that do not excite me whatsoever. Uh, I ran it. I ran it. Uh, I ran it for about six years. I bought it from the previous guy, and then uh, just this past year, I sold slash closed the business, like sold assets. Uh, and it was, it was a mate. It was one of the best decisions cause it was still sucking a lot of my like energy and time. And now most of my energy and time is, is, is now focused on, on website building, which I had no idea I would be doing honestly, like five years ago. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. How did you, um, get interested in the, the cartridge, um, company to purchase it from the previous owner? 
purely looking for an opportunity. Like uh, I have a I have a um a business partner. It's now a good friend of mine that's bought a ton of real estate through me, and I helped him sell a bunch of houses. And so he, me and him, kind of partnered up on it. I was like, yeah, man, I've got. And this is this is six years ago, so I just I just had a time. I had some extra time. And I was like, yeah, man, I can operate, go in there and we can, you know, like figure this thing out and make it kind of turnkey. And then, uh, great experience, like for sure, like, like great experience, but not for me. Like I I realized very quickly, like I, I don't need to be sitting inside of like some brick and mortar retail business or whatever, but, um, um, but like did, did a ton of stuff, right? Like, like brought on employees, created operations and stuff, but just also a weird changing industry that was, uh, like the, the, the franchise itself went from like uh, yeah, 300 or so locations in the U S down to like, down to like a hundred over that time period. So it's, you know, it was also an industry wide, like weird shift stuff happening. Right. Yeah. And I was going to say, I've seen those stores around, never went in because I hate printers and was well, yeah. like office space. Right. I actually had a paper jam the other day and, uh, <laughs> it was a nightmare. I was getting so frustrated and my friend came in. And he was like, oh, I've seen, I have a similar one. So he messed with it a little bit and he was like, oh yeah, fixed it. I was trying to like open it from the wrong side. I'm like, uh, technically I have an engineering degree and it was like watching videos and I'm like trying to get it. Oh, anyway, yeah, printers, bananas. And I haven't had like an ink, it was really popular with like inkjet printers, right? Cause they like run through ink like crazy, right? Exactly, exactly. Okay. Like li- li- apparently in liquid gold, like the amount that, uh, you know, HP makes all their money on the consumables, not the, uh, not the equipment. They give you the equipment and they make so much money on the ink, man. I, right. I dealt with six years of, of, of customers and companies being so angry and frustrated. Like now <laughs> I won't even answer a question like to my wife or whatever. She's like, ah, hell with the printer. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not touching our printer. We don't do she's that like, anymore. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, she's like, you ran, you ran a printer store. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm done with that. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Pretty cool. And then the real estate side, which I didn't, I have, pretty low interest in real estate, but I have a lot of friends who are into it. Um, so is there anything, uh, sort of broadly speaking, like maybe, maybe how many doors you have or Airbnbs or whatever, like how many rental properties do you have? Yeah. It's not even like numbers, man. Very little. It's like, so we've done, we've done more renovation flips than we have. We have like a, we have a rental. We now have, uh, an Airbnb. So currently one, we had three, um, and we sold, um, we sold those. So we have one that we'll keep that one forever, um, until we move back into it. Cause it's downtown in our city. And so, um, you know, we've done, I've done, I don't know, more than a dozen like renovation and flips. And then even, um, obviously a, a ton of broker deals as well, like with okay. my, uh, with my license. So got it. Okay. Yeah. One of my good friends, they do live in flips and he always swears it's going to be like the last one he's going to do. Cause it's just like const- a constant, um, you know, construction zone in their house. But yep. I think this one might really be the last one, but you never know. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a great strategy for people, man, because, um, if you're willing to, if you're willing to do it, although I have friends that do the same thing, uh, I'm, I'm more of like a, let me renovate it and then move in to the house, which is what we've done. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you're willing to do it, you know, after a couple of years, you don't have to pay capital gains on a, on a sale. Mm-hmm. I'm ch- check with your CPA or whatever, but, yeah. um, and that's a, that's a cool, that's a cool thing. It's a big perk. Yeah. Huge. And yeah, I think they hit financial independence, like doing that just a couple of times and, you know, you got those big gains on top of their salaries. So, okay, cool. Let's shift gears here over to niche sites. And I will highlight the, 
our our first meeting at uh, FinCon. So it was maybe one of the loudest places that I've ever been in in my whole life. And I was just trying to get to the bathroom. I was wearing earplugs too. I, I don't know if you remember that, but my hearing isn't as great now. And I'm just like, you have to yell in my ear and I probably still can't hear you, but you looked friendly. So... Thanks, man. I, I remember you pointing at the earplugs and I remember seeing them, but uh, you know, I have no idea what you were, what you actually said. Yeah. And then I actually gave uh, feedback, the survey, like post FinCon, I was like, Ev- all your events are way too loud and we want to talk to each other, even if they're not old, like me, like people want to talk to each other. And even the youngsters, like they couldn't hear each other either. It was just uh, crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So websites, you built one in 2012, 2013 timeframe, yeah. Southern investor. You didn't know what you were doing. So where did it go from there? So like we're on the blog side and making money with blogs. It didn't, it didn't go anywhere in, in that, in that sense. But, uh, you know, over the last 10 years I have built like myself, you know, maybe a, a dozen sites or so. Um, or for people or for things I was doing, um, you know, for an event that I was running or whatever. So I became, I became pretty familiar, right? Like with WordPress and, uh, I was using, uh, I found, I found a theme Divi. I was using Divi, like a, a builder, which I now have moved away all my sites from, but like I was using it and I thought it was super cool. And so, you know, I got, I got a lot of experience, right? Like throughout the last 10 years of just, just building and just like building out stuff, which okay. I, like, I feel like is what kind of led me to be able to have this, um, I don't know, call it like round two resurgence of like the blog that, uh, you know, uh, uh, now a blogging business, right? Like a media yep. business. So. Okay. So before we hear about the resurgence, you moved away from Divi. Uh, why did you move away? So, uh, Love Divi, super cool. In fact, when I uh, when I found it, I was like, "This is amazing!" You know, drag and drop builder or whatever. But then, like you know, a year ago, obviously, I realized uh, Core Web Vitals speed, and I think um, from 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 my research and understanding, Divi with its page builder it has not like caught up to figure out how to remove like a lot of that bloat or whatever in their code. And so I was like, "Man, I." Like as much as this pains me to figure out how to like change sites out and stuff, like I've got I've got to do it. Uh, and I just finished changing out like my my site. Actually, it took it took a long time because there was a lot of stuff within Divi that we had to like manually manually change. So gotcha. And yeah, I hate page builders. I try to use simple themes, and I learned uh, the hard way, not with as many sites as what you have. So I can imagine it was pretty painful to migrate. There's always things that break that you don't anticipate, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, hundred percent. The, the small, I will say the smaller sites, not as, not as big of a deal, uh, much easier. And we saved and we saved mine for, uh, we saved mine for last. Um, okay. got it. And, but yeah, like literally just got done probably like a couple of weeks ago. We're, we're still, we're still tweaking like minor things like links and buttons and stuff that we're finding. So, okay. Gotcha. All right. So you mentioned you learn some skills on your first website. It really didn't go anywhere, but you were able to build other sites. Round two, how did you get started? What got you back into niche sites or content sites in general? I think it's um, like, I'm pretty sure, like, I don't know the exact day, but it was sometime during COVID um, because it's only been a couple of years that I've been like full on with this thing. So um, during COVID, I came across uh, a brand 
that, and I, I don't know, I don't know if he'd want me to mention it or not. It's, it's another, it's another site, but anyways, I just came across a site with some income reports and I was like, holy smokes, like this is, oh, like people are still making money blogging like in 2020. I was like, I, I thought that was done like, you know, five years ago in 2015. And, uh, that, you know, kind of, kind of, following the stories of another person and then digging in like rekindled a new fire under me to look at it in a different way and get, get going again. Okay, cool. And can you tell us about like your five sites? And I think you'll be able to share a couple of them and as much as you want to share. So yeah, can you tell us about the five sites and a, a little bit about them? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Say like, uh, you know, you know, it's funny when I watch interviews with other people, I'm like, how do people not say their sites when they're, uh, like people, yeah. people must be professionals at like keeping their sites, uh, secret or whatever. Cause I'm just, I'm always wanting to say, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll say all the sites during the interview. I'm not sure. But like, so if you, if you Google my name, like that's, that is my, that's my main site. So brooksconkle.com. Um, if you just Google my name, like, like you would come across that. So that's site number one. Um, it, it, it's, it's my biggest site and makes the, the majority of my revenue. It, and I should say this too, only two of my sites are, are revenue generating currently. So the other three are in like very early stages and like, you know, building up content and stuff. Um, but yeah, so my site, uh, public, anyone can check it out. And then the second one, I'll, I'll, I'll mention it as well. It, it also it generates it's revenue. It's called the mobile rundown. Um, so the mobile rundown.com and that's the name of my city. So the, the interesting thing kind of about, about that site is that it started, it started like we've been running the brand for like eight or nine years, but keep in mind, I, I, I didn't, I didn't know anything about writing articles or SEO or I, I didn't have that in my head until two years ago. Right. So for eight years, it, it started out as an email list where we were emailing people like what's happening in our city. Um, and it's, it's grown into a media business in itself, but like, so it was like, we're emailing 500 people. Here's what's happening. And I was like, well, I guess we need a website so we can like have this stuff on there. Right. So we have stuff on there. And then, um, and, and so now we've kind of cleaned up our email, email list, but we have like, like 8,000, you know, local folks that we're emailing weekly of like, here, here's what's happening. Um, we've actually, I guess I'll just go ahead and say this cause it's, I think it's kind of cool. We've like rolled out a, um, a print publication has like come out of, that brand, it's called uh, it's called Do Some Good Mobile, and it's highlighting nonprofits in in the area. and And my wife runs that, and we're like in the midst of uh, of getting our fifth one. This is our fifth fifth publication for that. Um, but Doug, man, it, like I, I thought, like two years ago, it's like I had this light bulb in my mouth. I was like, wait a minute, why am I why am I not using the same strategy for this website as my personal website? Right? right. It, it, it seems. It seems nuts to like to not realize it until a couple of years ago, but um, but yeah. So now, and and I was I, we were selling stuff locally to businesses. I hate like outreach and selling like ads or whatever. So in our newsletter, I'm like, oh hey, do you, do you guys want to sponsor this newsletter? Like, you, hey hey companies, someone want to pay for this to help us? And I I, ha- I hated it. I almost saw I almost, we almost saw the brand as like a um as like a like something we were giving to our city almost like almost just like a service to our city. And I was like, wait a minute, why don't I just let, why don't I let Mediavine be my sales team and sell the ads? And so, so that's what we've done. Um, and okay. so like, yeah. So like going, going heavy on articles there as well now. Got it. So 
really cool with the the local aspect, which we'll talk more about, especially like, you know, you put together an email list and then that's another piece of content that you can, you know, sell ads directly on, or if, you know, maybe it's a business that you really like and support, you know, you could just run ads for them and get like whatever free fries or, or whatever, right? Free bowl, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. A discount on the car. So, yeah. um, can you give us a sense of the traffic on the Brooks Conkle site? Yeah. So that site and my, someone on my team just like pulled up our, uh, like our stats, whatever. So I can pull it up. We, well, we do it monthly. We look at everything of what's going on monthly. Uh, it is at, it's, I want to say 140, 150. Okay, cool. So yeah, while yeah. you're confirming that, so 140 to 150 visitors a month yep. or so? Yep, cool. yep, monthly, yep, monthly. And then what, what's the main revenue source there? And can you share the specific revenue for that site? Yeah, so it... It the revenue itself ranges so like uh, my highest so far has been about twelve grand on a monthly basis, uh, but it's it's been for the last six months it's been between like six and twelve grand. So cool. and it it's it's almost split. So on the side, so I have ads, affiliates, and then like I'll do other call it other and other bucket. You know, mm-hmm. some sponsorship type promo or some. I don't know, just some deal that, you know, some, some companies like reaching out to me and I like, uh, I think they're cool. And so I do something right. But so, um, probably 70% of it is probably that split of ad and affiliate or maybe 80%, probably 70, 80% is, is 50, 50% ads, 50% affiliate, um, revenue. Gotcha. Okay. And then on the affiliate side, what, are the main, is it like Amazon or is it like software products, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, very little, very little Amazon. I know, I know a lot of people out here that the, the bulk of theirs is Amazon. Um, I have, a, I don't know, probably less than a hundred bucks a month currently and like mm-hmm. in Amazon affiliates. Uh, yeah. The bulk of it is software type stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm partnered with like over a hundred brands. Uh, I know I could do much better at trying to like now start looking at those and figuring out how can I, you know, what's working better and how can I maximize or whatever. But yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm signed up with like a hundred plus, you know, companies as an, as an affiliate. Makes sense. You know, in the, the marketing space, it's software and digital products of some kind, not, you know, you're not doing reviews for very many physical products that someone would buy on Amazon. It's just a different model. So, okay, cool. Exactly. So let's shift over to the, the mobile site. That's how you say it? Mobile? Mobile. So f- funny, the way you said it is exactly the way they, they say we should say it. I kind of right. say it a little bit different. I say mobile. Mobile. I, I don't know. I've been called out and, and told that I'm not even from there. And I'm like, no, I, I am. Born, born yeah. and raised from Mobile. Yeah. Correct. Mobile. Yeah. And it's like uh, Louisville, Kentucky or Louisville, Kentucky. And there's actually a Louisville here in Colorado, right near Boulder. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, similar thing or Albany, Georgia, right? Yeah. That's another one like that. So yeah. Southerners. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Um, okay. Yeah. So the mobile site, uh, mostly Mediavine, it sounds like. Um, can you talk about the traffic there and then the monetization generally? Yeah. So let's see. Oh, okay. So in... 
yeah, just this past month, 18, 18,180. So just over 18,000 uh, page views on that one. And what's kind of, what's kind of interesting uh, on that one in a couple of months, I'm very curious to see where we get to because we had a, um, a spike for, so, so Mardi Gras originated in, in mobile technically, sorry, New Orleans folks that we had this like battle about Mardi Gras. Um, during, during those two weeks, um, we, we get a crazy spike on, on the website. I only had one article about Mardi Gras last year and it was like, I was like, oh, wait a minute, man. I should post the parade schedule and like maybe people will find it. Well, Google picked it up. Um, so, but now, now I have multiple articles related to Mardi Gras organizations, different areas. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen, you know, like, um, but, but to, to, but to fully answer your question say like, uh, before the website, the website itself was getting like zero, like zero dollars. I mean, maybe I would, you know, figure something out with some sidebar ad or something with someone I knew or something, something like that or whatever. But now it's, um, so it's been kind of, uh, it's between three and 500 bucks currently from, from Mediavine. Um, and you know, the rest of the revenue, I mean, the, uh, you know, the, 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 the publication, like the magazine is actually like a really, a very like brings in a lot of, a lot of revenue. Um, and then the, you know, the email itself obviously can generate its own revenue, but, like it, it, I don't even have all those buckets combined for, for this, right. uh, for this business. I, I kind of look at them just as like ad affiliate type revenue. Um, okay. and, and I should add to currently it's not making any affiliate dollars yet. I think in the near future, I think we'll get there as we're writing a lot more articles about beaches in our area and hotels around the beach and travel. I think, I think we're going to be able to really like, um, figure out the affiliate revenue bucket over the next 12 months. What's the population there? Yeah, the city itself is only like a couple hundred thousand people. Okay, it's like 200,000-ish? Yep, yep. Got it. Very interesting, because I was thinking not too long ago, I live here in Longmont, Colorado, and I think it's about 100,000, um, but the Boulder County area is you know much bigger. I don't even know the population, but there's a handful of other fairly you know sizable cities. And I know there is, um, I think I've seen an Instagram and maybe website that someone manages, but it's like, you know, boulder happenings or whatever. So hopefully people out there, like your wheels are turning because there are many cities that have like, you know, a hundred to 500,000 people. And that's enough to put something together. And, you know, you're making three to 500 from Mediavine, which, you know, they're probably taking a decent chunk of like what you could be earning. So if you, obviously Brooks, you you said you don't want to do the sales stuff, but if it was someone who like, you know, fucking go to the chamber of commerce meetings, meet a handful of people. And then like, once you get hooked up, like you don't have to sell as much. There's like 30 people that, you know, and that would be a route. I've never done such a thing, but I know the business owners, they know other business owners. And it's like, if you have a, an effective email list, they could like drive stuff. Like you potentially could make three to 500 per email that you sell easily, I would guess. For sure. For sure. And like, and, and to think the local content for, uh, like you said, social media, you know, Facebook, Instagram, like TikTok videos for like a local area. If you could, if you could package all that together, now I've had so many people have told me what we what we should do, um, but it and 
I love those ideas. I think it's awesome. I, I think that could be actually even the feature of of that brand. I just, you know, I'd have to find that person, maybe someone that wants some like some equity or something like in that mm-hmm. brand itself and and will really like really hustle. Yeah, I think tons of people could do that in uh in yeah. in cities around the country. Yeah. And if you're you know, I couldn't I couldn't copy your site from here because I don't know. I couldn't take the pictures. Like you could go around and have like a nice afternoon, take pictures and like understand what's going on. So, you know, that brings me to the next point. One cool thing is you guys were doing this for fun for a few years, which I think, you know, some people would think you're, you know, silly for not figuring out that you could monetize it or to approach it differently, but it actually probably made you do a better job because it was what you wanted to do anyway. How did you get the content? How did you know what was happening in the schedule and and just what you were going to publish for those years? That's yeah. And that's like the hard part. People like we've always looked for, man, is there some kind of, is there some kind of shortcut? Like, how can we, how can we make this so much easier or faster? It is a, it's a manual process, man. We check, there's like, so our, I don't know how other people's cities work or whatever, but ours has very, like, it has very segmented calendars of people. Every organization has their own events and their own stuff happening and they're promoting their own stuff. And there's been talk in our city of like, oh, we need one giant unified calendar. It, so that, They've been, they've been talking about it for like 10 years and like it's, it hasn't happened. It's not going to happen. And actually, man, I'll bring that up because maybe if anyone launches a site like this, um, it's actually a way I'm like, now that I understand linking and interlinking and backlinks, I'm like, all right, guys, here's what we're going to do. Cause, cause like I have, I have friends, I have friends in the city now, like, like our tourism bureau, I have a good relationship. Our city actually know like, you know, people there. And so I said, all right, let like, we're never going to have a, a giant massive calendar like like th- but the best we could do is like let's let's link to each other's calendars so it's like, like if um you know we we have a calendar here and like hey you can also check out these other calendars in town um and and that's kind of i actually have another meeting this afternoon with a friend of mine that has like a she's she's involved with a tourism board of our, like another township and she runs their website and i'm going to talk to her about that um and so no one in my city has any idea about backlinks. Like right. n- none of them understand that. In my head, I'm like, that's why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because I want to get like links from these calendars. N- like n- no one speaks that language here, but like, but they get the idea of like, yeah, like us sharing calendars. This makes sense, you know? Cool. Um, okay. So overall, you have to go manually and find the things that are going on. There's a handful of places that you can look, but generally, you know, you're going out there and figuring out what's going on, putting it in your calendar and and so on, writing an article, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So I guess to to fully answer that question, it's a manual process for the last number of years. And all we did was create content for events, right? So, so, so now the shift is, wait a minute, people are searching for all kinds of stuff in our area, right? So. Okay. so, So, yeah. Which, okay. With that, what have you shifted to? So like activities, like best colleges, like whatever yep. in the area, yep. that kind of thing. Yeah. Colleges, different types of business, businesses. I'm just thinking of like stuff we rank for a uh, 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 Mardi Gras parade schedule apparently is a, is a huge one uh, at a certain time of the year beaches in our area. So we're like 45 minutes from the coast. So yeah, I mean, that's stuff that's like driving traffic things, uh, things to do things to do with kids, 
But like before we were just listing the activities, right? Like now I'm using keyword research and actually writing an article targeting those, you know, actual phrase, uh, brunch in our area, restaurants in our area, uh, breweries in our area. These are all things that like, that like, uh, that our, our site currently gets traffic for. So, and then did you, well, you are using a keyword research tool now. So do you have a specific tool that you like? Is there a specific method that you look for or you kind of have a handle now that you've, I mean, you live there, you know what you're looking for, right? Yeah. Yeah. Keyword, keyword research is fun, man, because that's like, for, like for me having a, uh, you know, having a team where people have different roles. I love, man, I love doing keyword research. Like it's, it's so much fun, but I was like, man, I can't, I can't do all the keyword research for all this stuff forever. Um, so, uh, w- one of my team members helps me with that, but I, I still do the bulk of it. Um, I use, I use a tool called Uber suggest, I bought like a, I bought like a lifetime license to it. It's the, it's a tool I use the most. Um, I probably like Ahrefs the best, but I, I, I don't know. I just, I haven't paid for it yet. Um, as a tool, I also do things like, um, you know, Google autofill and, you know, suggested content, I, I like on my notes app in town, I'm constantly writing down just ideas as I'm, I'm in town and I see things, right. Cause you see things through the, like those lens, like I see things through that lens now. And so like, I'll always have a list and I'll come back and like research those items and see if they make, make sense to write about. Uh, and, and that's for any brand, man. I mean, that's for my personal brand or the local brand. It doesn't matter. I'm always, con- you know, I'm always having ideas or hearing things on a podcast or whatever. And so I, so I make notes. Um, have you put anything together like, a a directory of say like photographers or wedding vendors and contractors where, you know, you could have the list, but you could also like charge for featured placement. I like where you're going, man. I like where you're going. So, uh, yeah, yeah I have, that's kind of like, it's kind of on my idealist. So I, I rank for some of that stuff, right? Like photographers in town. I think we, I think we get some traffic there. So like we've had some articles about different business types. Um, that is one of the things that I think would make sense to have on our on our local site, being like a like a write up about the business. That's um wh- whether they were featured in that article. I'd probably rather something that's a little bit more uh a little bit more meaty. That's like a full full on write up that I can like link to them from, uh, and hopefully charge more money. But again, that's a that's a that's a sales thing. So that's on my uh, it's on the idea list until you know until there's like an appropriate team member that could maybe help. Cause that's like an outbound outreach type, you know, type thing. One way you can, um, maybe I haven't done this, but in theory, this is how I would try it. You can maybe make it easy, send an email, do an email interview, and then you're featuring them. They're featured as an expert. They're doing the writing for you. Right. And then you can't ask them for a link from their website too. So it's another link building thing. You have a good rapport. You list them on the directory. Once you have a handful of those folks on the directory, then you could say, hey, you know, I'm putting a featured placement here. If you're interested, just let me know. And that way you've already like done something nice for them. Maybe you got a link back. The door's open. It was, you know, an outbound request, but it was like, hey, we could feature you on the website and we get this much traffic there's like no downside for them except the time to fill out the email questionnaire. 
Good point, man. Yeah. So have them, you're saying, so to recap, you're saying ha- basically have them make the content for me. Uh, maybe, maybe I do an interview, uh, then they agree to link back to it, which that probably makes it all break even for me. I would think, um, sure. like that, that link probably. And then I could populate a section with those. And, and that almost becomes like a sales tool for others to, to then maybe like pay money for that rather than yeah. Is that kind of what you're thinking? Yeah, more or less. And I mean, it could be like in a featured photographer's section where like you've done like a bio on them. That's the questionnaire. But I think like you can still have the directory where it's like, here's our list. And every everyone could be listed there. But then you charge for the featured placement. I don't know if it'd work, but yeah. you know, worst case, you you've reached out and now like a lot more people know about the brand. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, no, I think it, I think it could work. Uh, like, and I think it, I think it absolutely would work actually. I think it's just like a, uh, I think it's just a time, time energy situation, right? It's, yep. it's like manpower, like, you know, bandwidth towards it. So. Yep. Okay, cool. Great idea. So, and anything else, um, related to sort of the keyword research or anything like that? Um, I do, you know, I, I, I do definitely, keep a list of, I think it's interesting. I definitely keep a list of people that I think are not as like strong or they're not, uh, you know, they're not Forbes in the, uh, in the SERP, you know, maybe it's a, not as strong of a website. I will definitely make a note of that and say, cool. Like what do they, what do they rank for? Um, some people like frown upon that. I'm like, no, like, I don't know. I just want to see what they're about. Plus I think it's interesting to see people in your, in your arena or, or your niche, like just what are they writing about in general? Right. So it's just like, if it's just, you know, a brand I haven't heard of, uh, whether I think I could outrank them or not, like, I don't know, like I will go and look and see, you know, cool. Like what, what are they ranking for? Cause to me that gets my, that gets my brain going with, Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Like that would actually, you know, fit on my side as well. And so it's not like a direct keyword, you know, hack, but it's definitely like a creative process that helps me to like further our, uh, our content calendar for sure. Got it. And it's kind of like you can get an idea from them. You may not, you know, go after that directly, but you could like layer what you know, and then you marry up a couple ideas and maybe you end up with something better. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like, if, you know, like, uh, if I'm, if I'm looking at a competitor, I mean, there may, they may have a hundred articles. There may be one that I'm interested. Oh yeah. I should write something like that. It's, it's always been a very small percentage. And so I don't know if someone wants to do that to me, like, like, please, like, please look at my keywords. And like, at the end of the day, it's a giant, this is the way I see it. It's a giant ocean out there. And there's a, there's a lot of content to cover, I guess is the way I would, is the way I would say it. Let's shift to content specifically. So, um, for both of your sites, uh, who does the writing? Uh, did you do a lot of writing in the past and maybe not so much now? Yeah. Um, that, so that was actually, I think my, that was my epiphany in 2020 when I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to have another go at this thing. And like, oh, wow. Like people still make money from blog type websites or whatever. The epiphany was, man, if I write all the content, I, I will have like one article in a year. Or, or something. I don't know, man. I just like, I, I enjoy writing what I want to write when it comes up. But the, but the epiphany was I've got to get help. Like I have to treat this like a business and like outsource pieces or whatever. So 
very early on, that was like one of the things that I, that was one of the things that I got help with was writing. So like, yeah, even on my, even on my own brand, I write a small percent of the articles. It's usually when I have an idea of something that's, that interests me. And then I do keyword research and I'm like, Oh, cool. Like not only could I write something interesting, but like I, there's also traffic and I think we can rank, like I'll, I'll go in and write those, write those articles. Okay. And just curious, do those tend to do better because like you're, you're a little excited about it and like, I, it sounds like you could bring more to the table because maybe you have more firsthand experience with it. Do they, do they do better? Is that yeah, your do question? They rank better, earn, earn more money. No, no, they probably earn less money because there, there's probably, <laughs> uh, <laughs> not, um, uh, and maybe not because I wrote it or because, uh, I had the excitement probably because there probably wasn't a ton of search traffic for it in the first place. I just, okay. I, I just found a phrase that I was like, Oh, okay. At least, at least there's some people looking at this and I think I have a shot to rank. So like, I'm willing to spend my time, uh, writing it. So, okay. um, yeah, no, those get less traffic for sure. Got it. Okay. And then where do you find your writers and you could talk about the team, I guess, and the writing aspect. Yeah. So, writers so funny i love i love hearing where people will get writers and oh i had a terrible experience here or a great experience here man i've gotten writers everywhere like i've hired writers from upwork uh from facebook groups uh from craigslist um Cra- craigslist is a funny one because i mean i i, I still have a few employees that with me been with me for like you know more than a year that like i, I literally hired from a craigslist ad uh freelancer um, I've, I've hired people from all those. And honestly, like there, there's, there's great people everywhere and like bad people everywhere. Just, just as a general, mm-hmm. as a general blanket statement. Um, okay. so, but I, I think, I think part of it maybe is in like how, how you do outreach or, or maybe, or like how you do a sample or how people treat people. Um, I don't know. It's, 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 it's very easy. It's very, it's very easy to treat, uh, like distant workers, like virtual workers, almost it, it's weird, but it, it's almost like robotish because you're not necessarily, you're not in the same room and you're not chatting. So it's kind of like just, I don't know, man, I, I, I've had success with just kind of having the golden rule, like trying to treat people the way I want to be treated. And it's, it's so far it's working well. So how do you, so on that note, like you said, it could be how you're posting the job listing, how you're doing the onboarding, content brief. So what do you do? And you could lay out the full process from hiring someone to getting content back. Yeah, sure. So hiring one, one of the things that I like to do, um, and I've found this really useful. I do it for every, any, it doesn't matter if it's a writer or other job. Uh, when I post, when I post a job on somewhere like Upwork and I have a feeling that I'm going to get like a hundred submissions for it. Um, somewhere further down in the job description, I, I, ma- I make them mention something to me, uh, whether it's their favorite color or a, a, their favorite TV show or something. I say, hey, say this first. If they don't do it, I just immediately archive it. Um, because to me, I'm like, okay, red flag number one, someone didn't read a job description. Um, I, I think that's really important. And so... Beyond that, I like I like moving to a little bit of chat. Like I, I just like having a chat with someone. Not even like um, it's not an interview. Like maybe they're talking about an interview, and I just ask them some further questions, like based on whatever. Like I I gleam a lot from that conversation just via chat. Like what that person is about. How do they handle themselves? Are they orderly? Do they 
you know, how do they carry themselves? I don't know. That's, that's been really beneficial for me. Um, so cool. Make a hire. That's like, that's like any position or whatever. Um, but I hired a writer who I liked and, uh, she was doing like a wonderful job and I was like, cool, we need more writers. So I went out and put some more, you know, job positions and I asked her, I said, Hey, cool. Uh, when we hire these writers, can you, can you handle these guys? Like, can, can this person work under you and report to you? And then you report to me. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, so I guess I'm, you know, I'm kind of creating this structure. Cause I'm like, I don't have time to like, you know, myself talk to like, you know, a handful of writers or whatever. So, so right now we have three, three writers. Uh, and I only communicate with one of them. I've met, I've met the other two. Like I've chatted with them and, and, you know, they're in, uh, we use Slack, um, to all, all communicate and chat. Um, but I only, I only communicate with the, I'm gonna call it the, the, the head writer, like the lead writer and they report to her. Perfect. Okay. And did that writer have any management experience ahead of time? I'm not sure. Okay. So you were just like, Hey, can you handle it? And she's like, I uh, think so. Kind of. I, uh, I, I sensed that, uh, so she's, she's younger. I think, uh, I think she just turned 30. So, I mean, she's out of, you know, out of university and been working and, you know, once, wants to, wants to write in general. Um, I, I just sensed her communication with me. I'm like, cool. She's, she's organized. She's timely. She takes initiative, which to me is just like something you can't really teach someone to kind of take initiative and go and say, Hey, well, like, what about this? Or I saw this when, when someone shows that kind of like thing, I'm like, okay, wow, this is cool. Um, so I just kind of asked, you know, I, I didn't force it upon her. I just said, Hey, like, what would you think if, you know, if, when we bring on this next writer, what if, what if we just, if they work through you and I pay you, you know, like an overage for kind of, kind of help and manage, you know, do you want to try it? She's like, yeah, yeah, sure. And it's, it's just worked out. Um, so far, so far, so good. Now I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to be adding like a dozen writers under her because I, because she's not like, that's not her position. She's also writing. Um, and she, she does final, uh, final checks and, and such with writing. So like, she's kind of the one that's accountable for whatever she, um, sends to the other two writers. And then, uh, I, I guess I should also ask that there's like, you know, there's another process after that. So like when she, when she returns the final product, I guess for the rest of our team, there's a, I have a guy who's been kind of like a general assistant with me for, for multiple years now, but now he, now he's, he, he's the guy for like formatting our, our post. So from the writers, it goes to him. He would format the posts into uh, into WordPress with images and space everything out, make it look nice. Then, uh, then it goes to one final step, who is kind of the, I guess, kind of like head editor, SEO, you know, person. And and she's she's a smart cookie man. She has you know, some of her own projects, which I think makes her really valuable for for that. Um, but she would you know interlink, right? She would triple check alt text, triple check you know, keywords, you know, h- how is our, uh, how's our slug looking? Like all those final things. Uh, and then before it used to come to me to publish, but now I'm just like, nah, hit, hit publish. Like, you know, um, so I've empowered her to, you know, publish, publish articles, index them and search console and, uh, and away we go. Okay. And so you have three writers, one formatter, mm-hmm. and then an SEO sort of final check person. Yeah, I, sh- I should probably come up with a better title for her, but yeah, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, and then are there any other people on the team? So are you, you're one of the other people? 
Yeah. Uh, I'm, I guess I would, I'm kind of like big, like I'm always trying to free up my space so I can look at the big picture of what we're doing, right? Like the direction of what we're doing. I'm also, I'm also trying to, I, I love, I love video content. I love the idea of video content. I know that's big and it's fun. It's something I enjoy. So I'm trying to always free up as much as my space as possible to, to be that part of our brand. Um, I do a little bit of our keyword research, like for my main brands, mainly just cause you gotta, like, you gotta keep the, keep the knife sharp and it's fun. Um, and, uh, I do now have like a web developer, whereas before probably, probably two years ago, it would have been only me, right? If there's website stuff we got to fix, like I'd have to figure it out. But now if it's going to take me more than like more than 20 minutes of like clicking around to find something, I just, I send it to my web developer guy, which I was really, really huge for me, especially switching from Divi to, uh, we switched to a uh, generate press is what I moved to. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it was great having him to help with, with move all those. Yep. Okay. So that's the, that's the bulk. That's the, the main folks. All right. Can you share how much you pay your writers? I don't like doing that. It's less than I would pay someone in the U S. Um, okay. let, let, let me say that, it, but here, but here's the reason I actually thought about that. Cause I thought you would ask me that, but like one of the reasons why I don't, I don't like or, or I don't think it's good to share that is because I I've heard of people um, getting crappy, like not good results with 10 cents plus a word typewriter. And I've heard of people getting great results with a two cents uh, a word writer. Right. And so I don't like, you know what I mean? I like, I, yeah, I, I pay less than us minimum wage probably is probably, but you know, but I'm, I, I'm also working with people that are very happy to be working with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and do a great job. I know that's a long-winded answer to your question. Right. Where, and I agree with you, by the way, it's, um, it's one of those things like people want to know how much you pay for this or what you did for that. And it's like, um, I know people want to know that. So I always ask, but it's largely yeah. irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. I, like I'm, I'm totally with you, man. I, um, it's, it's good. It's, I, I get it. Like people want to gauge, right. They want, they want to know. Um, I, I, I think, uh, I definitely think like for under less than seven cents a word, I'll, I'll throw out some general stuff, less than seven cents a word, you can get incredible, you know, content. Um, but it, it may or may not be someone in the U S and you know what, someone that's not in the U S may or may not write better than people in, in, in the, in the U S it's all, it's all like, it's all subjective, you know? Right. Where are your writers located? Um, they're all in the Philippines. All, okay. all three live in the Philippines. So, okay. yeah. And I've heard good good things. I haven't hired anyone from the Philippines in a while. Not writers specifically, but I've heard a lot about onlinejobs.ph, right? Yeah, so yeah. I think a lot of a lot of my friends have hired from there. I've heard of that. I've heard of that site for sure. I've been to it. Um, yeah, but I've never hired anyone through that. So I think you. I think you pay like a. Do you pay a? a set fee per person you hire or something. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how it works. I don't know either. That does sound right, but people can, you know, go, go check it out if they're interested. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think it's like, you can go through like the platform and yeah. find your person. And then I think you move off the platform. So I think, yeah, you're right. Like it's kind of uh, a place to, a marketplace to find a gig or find a freelancer. And then I think you move off, but people can do their further research 
we're the worst people to to talk about it since we haven't used it. But yeah, 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 yeah. People are laughing at us right now. Um, oh wait, 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 I do have one other person on my team too. We just hired an, an, a new uh, a new part time lady um, who's doing a great job so far. Not not tons of experience, but she's. <laughs> I assigned her under my the SEO final checker person. Um, I I was like, hey, you're getting stretched kind of thin. We need someone else. Let me find the person part time, and then that person can like answer to you. You can kind of help train that person or whatever. So that person's like working like three three to five hours, uh, you know, uh, a week maybe something. Okay, got it. So one one tip for other people out there. My most recent hire is a it's a writer, and it's going to turn into like an admin situation and more like a a much bigger role than what she was initially hired for. But I'm in a mastermind group and my friend was trying to find a writer and he went through this whole process and he did the job listing. He did interviews. He did sample paid trial gigs and he hired someone. He had three other people that he did not hire that were very good. They made it all the way to the end. And he said, ah, you know what? I'm not going to hire this person. And I was like, ah, sure, you can give me a couple of their names. So I just went and hired the second place person, and she's Perfect. awesome. Yeah, pre-qualified man, pre-qualified right? Where, um, where are those writers from that you that you use? So what, what I can't remember the. So my assistant is in Montenegro, which oh, I cool. go look where that is. It's a small country in Eastern Europe. So the job board that he was working with is Eastern European based. And, you know, it sort of fits with his family and background a little bit. And he's like, ah, you know, I have a lot of uh, friends and family in the area. So right. he was like, ah, you know, I'll, I'll check that one out. And time zones worked out better for him too. So, so anyway, it was awesome. Basically, if you have um, friends who are doing similar things and they're hiring people and he went through a rigorous process, you know, it's a multi-year business and he's doing really well. So I knew I could count on him to do good screening. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to collect uh, and collect employees from different countries. I think it's fun. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Let's, let's go find someone over here. I, I don't know, man. I, I think it's, I think it's neat. Yeah, it really is. And like I said, I, you know, I'm an ignorant American. So I was like, Montenegro, like I know the name of the country, but yeah, it looks like a really nice place. And her English is excellent. And, you know, writing is even better. So yeah, it's been good working with her. So that's just a, a little, uh, a pro, a pro thing. If you happen to be in a mastermind group, it's a good way to just like share each other's sort of uh, resources and homework or whatever that people have done ahead of time. So a great point. Yeah. I'm gonna keep that one in mind. Okay. So I, let's say we talked about content. We talked about the team. You have a handful of people. So a lot of them are reporting to you. It sounds like um, you have the writers sort of segmented off. So it's like less than five people reporting directly to you, which is good. Yeah. So like that's, um, I guess I should point that out. That's something, um, We've been doing this. I'm gonna call it this new process. Maybe maybe eight, six or eight months now. Where uh, I, I realized I was like, man, I've got I've got to create a, a system that works. I'm not gonna say without me, but I was kind of like a road bro- a roadblock in our own system. Um, so I I you know this is not long ago, right? Less than a year ago, I was assigning batches of articles to a writer. Cool, you get done with your batch, you send it back to me. I approve it. 
uh, I pay you for it. I send the next batch. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is, this is crazy. Like just the amount of time it was taking me to do all of that. And I'm like, man, okay, if I'm trying to ramp up, like there's no way I can do this. So I'm like, all right, I have to remove myself from that process. Um, so we kind of adjusted, like now we have a, uh, we've kind of, we've kind of set like, um, um, it's not really a quota, but kind of like a goal for like, cool, what's being written. And now, uh, I have a different team member that checks off on a weekly basis, like kind of what's been written, checks off on it, sets up a payment on my behalf, actually in, uh, in wise, we use wise. I love, I love wise for uh, payments. Um, and then I just basically, you know, log in and click, like send that, um, that, and, and then I also connected the team on Slack. It sounds like, oh, okay, well, like, why didn't you do that before? Um, I guess like as you're growing, like I didn't need Slack, like what I was doing, but then I was like, man, I'm the, I'm the roadblock for everyone. Cause everyone's reporting to me. So now everyone in Slack communicates when something has happened. So like when a, a group of articles is written, um, they're in, they're in a Google drive folder and that team member moves them to a, a, a different folder and, and pings that person, my formatter guy and says, Hey, these are ready. So like, I can see all this, but I don't have to be like in the mix or I can just give my little emoji thumbs up or whatever, you know, he formats, he moves them to the next stage and then pings, uh, the, the young lady and says, Hey, like these are ready to be, you know, finalized and published. And I'm, this has been working really well for us for like six to eight months. And I'm just kind of watching everything just flow through the process. And if we can keep this up, it'll be, it'll be great. Like I, I don't intend to change a thing from, from that uh, unless it's uh, an improvement. So perfect. Okay. So it sounds like you don't have any other project management type software that you're using. Is that correct? <laughs> Oh, uh, not true. Uh, Trello. I, I've been okay. a long time Trello user for sure. Uh, oh, I heard you say you use Trello. I was like, yeah, that's, a, that's a Trello guy right there. Um, yep. Yeah. Yes. Love, love some Trello. So why don't you manage it in Trello instead of on Slack? Very good question. Do you, uh, would I have to have the, you know, honestly, I have the, I have the free version of Trello and, and maybe that's something that I need to maybe that's a paid feature that would fix that issue or maybe it's not just like moving things through the process. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I, uh, I don't know. I, I have the free version too. And I'm trying okay. to look, I think I have one, I have like five people on that board right there and yeah, it seems to be fine, but it effectively, you know, it would kind of be the same thing. Yeah. Maybe a little different. Maybe some of the stuff that's in, maybe you have a spreadsheet in Google Drive, maybe that moves to cards, but then same kind of deal, like all the communication, like you could come back and like see a snapshot of current state and what has happened and who touched it. Got it. So do you think Trello would be a better move than than pinging each other on Slack possibly? Maybe. Possibly better? Yeah. I think so potentially just because I don't like the ch little chat window popping up. People can turn off notifications or whatever, yeah. but yeah. yeah, for me, Slack reminds me a lot more of like the instant messaging from the corporate job that I had where it's like should require more synchronous communication. Yep. People, you, you're using Slack asynchronously and it yep. doesn't matter. You could do the same thing on Trello, but if you're already using Trello, then we'll, maybe just move the communication channel there. 
Yeah, good point. Uh, maybe that'd be something we we move to. I, I n- all those people don't <laughs> use Trello. I guess I could. Man, what what do you need to pay for Trello? For? I, you do so much with Trello on a free account. I'm like, holy smokes, man! Like, what? I, don't I, I even keep know. trying to hit this. Yeah, me neither. I'm like, what is the what is the ceiling of free Trello where I need to start paying for this thing and I haven't hit it yet, I guess. I um, think it could be they have like automation and power-ups, but I haven't hit it either. I mean, I'm doing pretty simple stuff, but it doesn't sound like you're doing anything too complicated. It's just some it's status changes and then you're handing it off from one um one party to another, one role to another, and they know the handoff spot. So, anyway, we could look at it later, but I think you can move it there. Whatever you're doing is working. You're happy with it. So I'm not trying to fuck up your system. <laughs> no, good, good idea though. Um, good idea. Definitely like definitely something for me to notate if it makes sense to like merge it all over. Yeah. Sure. And yeah. And for me, like I said, I just don't like the chat thing and you can have that. Um, you could leave comments and do the handoffs and all the stuff you're talking about. Um, so anyway, we could look at it later. All right, let's, um, let's start moving off of the content area and talk about link building. So you alluded to some of the strategies before, but yeah, what's your overall link building approach and strategy? Links are funny, man. Um, you know, link, link building is funny. I love, I love, uh, I love watching people argue about if you should, build links or not build links or no, I do it or no, I don't do it or whatever. Um, I, de- I definitely build links. I guess the question is like, like what, like what does that even mean? Right. Like to define, okay. Like what does building a link mean? Um, in the past for my brand in the past, I've done a good, like we did a good bit of hero outreach. Um, I did that before I kind of had a team. Um, I stopped doing it. I, I, I had, decent success. I mean, I don't know, somewhere between that, you know, five and 10 links, maybe, you know, when I was doing it, um, I think we're going to potentially bring that back as a way to, you know, outreach and try to get some, you know, get some exposure in links. Um, man, I, I get a lot of, I get a lot of email outreach. Like as you're and I'm sh- as I'm sure you do, like as your, as your brand grows, you get, you get tons of emails and everyone, everyone wants, I mean, it's a, it's a great problem to have, but everyone is like, Hey, can I write a guest post? And like, like I, I don't respond to a lot of emails, right? Like a lot of inbound emails that I get. Um, people want to either a, uh, write a guest post or like, Hey, can I pay for a link insertion? And man, I'm like, what? Like, I just, I delete the majority of those, but, um, Still though, in in that email outreach to me, like I consider that networking, right? So like sometimes brands catch my eye, and I'm like, cool, let me let me respond to this. And so like to me, link building is like actual relationships. And so like I'm trying to slowly build actual relationships, and that turns into links, right? Like it turns into like, hey, I have a like, hey, I'm writing a guest post over here. Oh, cool. Like it'd be really cool if you could feature me in that. That'd be that'd be awesome. And I'm like, cool. Hey, I can, uh, I can in exchange, I, I have this article or whatever, you know, that I could link back to you in. Like, is that, that's like a link exchange. And some people are like, oh man, that's so like shady. I'm like, no, man, it's just real. It's like real world networking. It's just online. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that approach. And yeah, I often complain about all the emails again, like you said, good problem to have, but the pitches are so terrible these days. And Occasionally, I'll fish for just 
where it goes next. So I'll ask like, hey, what's the budget for the link? And they're like $15. And my site's like a fucking DR60 something. And I'm like, dude, try it. Like, you're crazy. But I yeah. know they're charging like $400 on the other end. And like, that's the business model on these. Because I know some agencies that are doing this. Yep. And um, yeah, it's a bananas business model. Like, I don't know why I would take $15 for, for a link. So... Yeah, man. I, um, I'm, I, yeah, I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you. And that is, that is all day long, right? Like, like all day long. There's so many people doing that. And I think it's, it's, it's really interesting. So but like Hero, I've done my own amount of, uh, mm-hmm. guest posting that I've, I've, you know, written or whatever. Um, because yeah, but, but, but that, that's its own like part-time gig and business. If you want to like really ramp that up, that's, that's its own like segment and it needs its own person and its own like focus it's it's a lot right um but like just in general like my general answer is just like building building and building a network like building other friends in the space is like the quickest way um and of course people are like also like yeah build build content that's linkable i mean that that also is a good answer like right you know, try to create stuff that people want to read yeah i mean that's that's obviously great you can't completely control it but that's definitely like a strategy for trying to um for trying to get links you know sure Cool. Um, All right. And let's see, anything else as we're downshifting here? We talked about keywords. We talked about content and the team. A little bit on link building. Any other like broad strokes before we move on? Nothing that is jumping uh, out at me. Oh, no, I would say uh, a media kit. I saw your media kit. Super cool idea. Like you literally, you have like a Canva link right? Like the canva, the actual like creation. So you can make, you can make an adjustment on the fly. And, uh, and then that, like I, right. I saw that and I wanted to bring that up cause I think it's super cool. Nice. Um, but, but me having a, so I, I created mine in Canva. I just downloaded a, a PDF, but I think having a media kit, um, is, is helpful because w- when some of those emails, if I want to reply back, I can just quickly say like, Hey, here's my media kit. If you want to have a look, I, I don't know. And it yep. just, it's an easy way to have a quick either end or maybe there's going to be a conversation. Perfect. Yep. And I was going to say that is one thing I didn't have a media kit for a very long time, but now I can send it over. All the numbers are there. I think it's two pages. So one is um, just like pure facts and the other one is like some testimonials and some other stuff like that. So yeah, I would say if people have the opportunity, like there's templates out there, you can go look and find other people's media kits, which is what I did, and then just created my own pretty straightforward. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I have seen, to your point, um, I've seen people have the downloadable PDF on their site, but I have a Canva link. So like you said, when I get more subscribers or something changes, I just change one character and I don't have to like re-download and like people potentially have like old information or whatever like it's just one thing that's a live document yeah Ooh. yeah actually i guess i should add yeah the way i did mine is i set up like a um i set up a, a pretty link like I, I use that for affiliates you know the pretty link plugin so what i did was brooksconkle.com forward slash media kit so at, at least that link will go to whatever I send it to, but it's still a pain if I download the PDF and have to upload it to WordPress, you yeah. know, whatever. But, um, yeah, I will actually, I have like the Canva link, so I will, I'll, 
actually, after we get off this call, I will make the update for a pretty link and just have like slash media kit. That's what it should be. Oh, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. the, can- yeah, maybe, maybe I'll change mine in that way. I'll make <laughs> yep. my media kit go to, go to the Canva link. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's exactly right. Okay, cool. We're just solving problems here. I know, right? About. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. How has the success of these websites changed your life? For man, that's, that's a funny question. Um, it's not, it's not funny. It's a, it's a great question. I just haven't, I haven't really thought of that. It, it, it's huge for me. So I'm a big believer. I'm a big believer in, uh, like life is a giant adventure. Uh, life is, life is really hard, but life is really beautiful and, and all these things. So like, I, I try to do things that bring me joy and that are exciting. Um, like my wife knows that she knows that in, in five years, there's a chance I could be doing a different venture or something because it's like, you know, something is exciting, but like building these sites has been really exciting to me. Um, and now the amount of, um, the amount of revenue I'm starting to make and like building a team, I actually see a potential for like a, like a large business, like a large media business, right? Like not just like niche sites or whatever, but like building brands. So like the sixth, the sixth site that I'm about to launch right now is actually, it's related to my personal brand and it's on, it's built, it's going to be built on an aged domain. Um, I, I don't know. We'll see like what that, how that affects it or whatever. But like, I think it has the potential to be like the biggest brand um, out of all of them. Right. And I like, so it's, it's a la- it's allowing that like having actual revenue and, and, and these sites are becoming one of my, one of my larger like income streams from, from what we do. Uh, and that's awesome, man. I also, I also about five years ago, maybe I said every opportunity I look at in business or whatever, I want to try to look through the lens of like, can I do this from anywhere? Like remote first, like, can I operate this from anywhere? And if the answer is no, I try to tell myself, don't look at the opportunity, no matter how lucrative or cool or whatever, because I really value being able to uh, live a flexible lifestyle. Whether I go anywhere or not, like 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 whether I stay right here in Lower Alabama or I end up being like a digital nomad, I just want the I want the ability, and I think that this actually this gives that, and so that's really exciting. Perfect. Yeah, I'm sure I've been through Southern Alabama. I'm sure it's wonderful, but it's a big world out there, man. There's mountains out here. <laughs> it gets good. Okay. So do you have additional tips for people that want to replicate some of your success? You've given us tons, but if you want to, you know, bookend a couple, highlight a couple that you really think are powerful. Um, I would just, I would just say like the comp, the compound effect is real. Uh, like getting 1% better every day. Like don't, it's, it's very easy to get overwhelmed. Like I still get overwhelmed in, in where I am and where I'm trying to get to. Like I'm trying to get to a million monthly page views is like a goal of mine, uh, by the end of this next year. So I like, I, I kind of do a weekly countdown. I don't know. Exa- I guess I'm close to 52 weeks or 56 weeks or something, but like, um, but so it's easy for me to get overwhelmed. I just try to remind myself like, Hey, like, cool. Like how, how can we improve? How can we get 1% better today? Like on my team, like how can we improve our process or our content or make, make better stuff or whatever? Um, and that, that never, like that never ends. I just got done listening to a podcast earlier where from a website owner that has like millions of monthly page, 5 million, I think. And he was talking about the same thing saying that like, 
man, it's just getting incrementally better. It's just like not giving up. Uh, it's just like, you know, rocking, rocking that thing. And so like, yeah, that's it. I remind myself of that. And anyone that's like starting, you just, it's like, it's at the end of the day, it is business too. So like, it's, it's going to be hard. Like business in general is hard and you just have to, you have to keep like cruising along. On that note, I didn't tell you I was going to ask this, but so that that's your goal. What do you have in your plans for the next, say, six to 12 months? Yeah, that's, um, that would be it. Like keep, keep, um, keep oiling kind of what we're doing and doing more of what works and stopping what does not work and see, yeah, see if we can actually get to this million monthly page views. Um, and, uh, even, even if we, if we don't make it, cause it's, it's pretty, it's pretty hefty. Like, I mean, I've done some math based on like average, like average, uh, monthly page views and stuff. Um, it's pretty hefty. I mean, I, I could either like crank up a knob and increase crazy amounts of content or like, I don't know, it, it's, it's still possible that we could get there, but, um, that's no, like, like that is the goal that, and, that and probably um, increasing video content, both in like long form and short form and figuring out how to integrate that into, uh, into my, my brand and brands that we're, that we're doing. Okay. And then follow up on that. So you said you're going to stop doing some things that aren't working. So I assume you've been cultivating, you know, that strategy for the last six months or maybe more, hopefully, what are some things that you stopped doing in the last six months that you realized weren't paying off or they're a waste of time for what goal you want to achieve? Good question. Um, nothing's nailing me right now, I guess, I, because I feel like that's just kind of ingrained in what we do. Plus, plus though, uh, on the other side of the coin, things take so long to really, I, I feel like they take a while to actually truly measure um, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's like jumping out at me. Okay. And yeah, we'll have to get an update, uh, whatever in a few months and see how things are going. But yeah, I was going to say like, to your point, it takes so long to see if it's working or not working that you have to let it ride out. Also to your point of the compound effect of potentially like a single activity where maybe you are, doing sort of manual outreach, networking, going to conferences, the payoff for that might be like two years later. And you, yep. you don't know if it's worked or not until later. Or more or more, man. It, it could be, it could be five years, six years, seven years, right? Like I, I, I have a, um, I have a longer horizon, man. I'm, I'm not scared to look at, like, I don't look at the, uh, I will admit, I don't look at a lot of the nitty gritty of like, um, I guess a, a great example would be Google core updates like or whatever algorithm updates. I'm like, dude, they're like every, they're every like 15 days or whatever, apparently. Right. There's like, <laughs> Oh, another one, another one. People are like, ah, oh, my traffic drop. I'm like, man, like I told my team, like I had someone on my team kind of freaking out because like my, my traffic for my brand had like been in a decline. I'm like, look, we're going to keep trying to figure out what we can do to get better and keep trying to create the best content we can and like keep trying to improve. And I'm like, and eventually like I'm looking, I'm looking at, you know, I'm looking a couple of years down the road. I'm not looking like next week or whatever. I'm not trying to just bounce back. So yeah, but like for me, I try to have a longer, a longer horizon. And I think that helps me. It helps my mindset so much in, in this business specifically. Awesome. 
Brooks, this has been fantastic. And like I said, I'm looking forward to catching up with you in a few months. Where could people find you if they want to follow along? Um, so, I mean, they could Google my site and go to the site, but probably, probably YouTube would probably actually be the best. If you go to YouTube and type in my name, Brooks Conkle, um, because I'm kind of on a, on a monthly basis, I'll create like a, it's almost, it's almost like an income report kind of, I, I kind of recap once a month on this, uh, on this path to 1 million. So YouTube is the best spot. And just if anyone, if anyone comments on a video, like I'll respond to all those comments. So. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. We'll link up to, to all your uh, sites that we mentioned here and the YouTube channel, of course, so people can get over to it. And cool. thanks a lot, Brooks. Appreciate it. Enjoyed it, man. 